Seasons change. Why not your tech? Upgrade now during the Dell Technologies Summer Sale event and save on select PCs, like the XPS 16, powered by Intel Core processors. You'll be able to bring your most intensive projects to life with built-in AI, minimalistic design, immersive visuals, and cinematic audio. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to exceptional tech and electronics, plus free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Dell.com slash deals. That's Dell.com slash deals. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. <laughs> Money Making Conversation, welcome. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Appearing on the show today is comedian, co-host of the very popular TV One talk show, Sister Circle Live, Kiana Dancy, syndicated TV producer, founder and CEO of Sunwise Media, Ricardo Handy, Chick-fil-A franchisee, Zach Thomas, former NFL player, Fox NFL kickoff show co-host, V7 apparel creator, my man, Michael Vick. I've, I've set the stage, so it's time to start. What, what else are we going to do here? My guest is already in studio. I love it when I have live guests in studio. Yes, My sir. next guest began his leadership journey as a chicken farmer, which I love that you went from a chicken farmer to now owning a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Attended the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, served as an Army Ranger instructor and a college pastor, but none of this adequately prepared him for the challenge of leading a team of 100 young adults when he became a Chick-fil-A franchisee in 2008. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the author of Leader Farming, Zach Thomas. It's great to be here. Great to be back. Yes, sir. Great to be back. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm really excited. Uh, you're local. You know, I broadcast this show out of Atlanta. And I always like to bring uh, talented entrepreneurs. And your brand of uh, success, I think, is really important because of the fact that you are dealing with a working generation, I think, that gets uh, uh, gets a bad rap. 
the millennial yes, generation. And I think it's important that we talk about that. We talked about it last time because that's the basis of your book, Leader Farmer, which is a really good book. Yes, if, sir. You, if you're confused of how to uh, get motivate, uh, engage that generational uh, group of people that are dominating the workforce. And some of them, I read an article the other day saying that, that whole workforce is hard to find. You, you, you're mm. tending to hire adults that, in that work field of fast food. And I call Chick-fil-A is in that genre of fast foods, correct? Absolutely. And so uh, more adults are being hired in that world. What used to be a world that was strictly in that, you know, young teenager to mid-20 age range. So why is that, Zach? You know, I think um, just to mention, though, that if we do focus on hiring adults, that's that's really kind of an unsustainable plan. Like mm-hmm. if you're looking at that and saying, I'm just going to hire adults, I'm going to forget about this generation, you know, the future of your hiring needs are, are, are at, at risk there. Uh-huh. And so, you know, why is get, that? Why is that at risk? Why is that? Well, you know, you got to You've got to look at the millennial generation. And, and even now we're looking at centennials, which is the, the next generation. And they they think a little bit differently as well. Where, I got one. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, millennials are very very idealistic in nature, and I think what we're seeing with centennials is that they're a little bit more pragmatic in nature. And mm-hmm. so I think we'll see a little bit more stability with them. But you know, <clears throat> I started looking at um, my overall hiring strategy, and mm-hmm. I, I said, well, you know, I've got to. I don't want to guilt and manipulate people mm-hmm. and try to try to coerce people into mm-hmm. staying. And so that really started my journey of trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I um, help them grow and become the best version of themselves? And so I started thinking about, you know, my background as a farmer and growing up on a farm, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I did every day is, mm-hmm. is to, to grow things. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to help them grow. Mm-hmm. And, and when they believe that your goal is to help them become the best version of themselves and, and get them to where they want to be, right? they're going to, to stick around a little bit longer. Well, I've always had that philosophy. If anybody who's ever worked for me, I always tell them, I, my goal is to make you better for your next opportunity. Yes, sir. And that's a that's a real honest philosophy I've always had. And I, it's really cool because everybody who's ever worked for me have has always felt I was too hard on them. I always felt I expected too much of them, that I was always driving them. Right. But when they they always call me back and go, thank you. Yes, sir. I, I see it now. I, I understand exactly what you were talking about. And that's basically when I when I look at your background, you're a military guy. You're a pastor. So that's a, that's a real conservative. Right. right. I, I can say conservative relationship that you have with the world. Now you have these young people, very independent minded. Why? Well, how do you how, how does this guy who's a minister, who is a military guy, army ranger? Mm hmm. Change because you had to make the adjustment. I did have to make a change, absolutely. And I talk about it in my book. I talk about the pendulum of leadership. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you think about the the far, you know, one one side of the other leadership style. So far left leadership mm-hmm. style was the airborne ranger, hard charging, like make people cry for their mother kind of <laughs> kind of leadership, right? right? Right, right. And then when I became a college pastor, swung the pendulum all the way over to the far right, mm-hmm. and I just developed this philosophy: if you just love everybody enough, they'll do the right thing. And mm-hmm. I got taken advantage of pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find this middle of the road approach, this mm-hmm. middle ground approach. Mm-hmm. And the way that I I, I compare it is to parenting honestly I, I have six children mm-hmm. and so I think about you know as a parent my role is to help my children grow up and be you know productive citizens of society right right, right. right. and but I've got to I've got to hold them accountable mm-hmm. and I've got to do things to show them I love them mm-hmm. and and so that's really I started thinking about it along those roads and and really the leadership style that I've developed is kind of a middle of the road approach and you think about Driving down the center of the road, you got a ditch on both sides, right? right. Mm-hmm. If you become that hard charging, you know, ranger instructor kind mm-hmm. of guy, mm-hmm. you're going to drive people away. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the in the right side ditch, then you know you're gonna you're gonna become just too lenient, and people are going to run all over you. And so, really, the parenting style is what I really I started looking back and saying, okay, well, how am I gonna how am I gonna parent my children? Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at, well, I've got to develop. This this disciplined approach, taking from this side, mm-hmm. you know, taking from the ranger mm-hmm. instructor side, taking from my military background, mm-hmm. but I've also got to love people, mm-hmm. and so finding that middle ground mm-hmm. of holding people accountable, mm-hmm. but yet helping them know that you, you love them and you care about well, them. Well, you know, I have two philosophies with my company. I have a my company's motto is live to motivate, mm. and I always tell people stop reading a book, 
and start writing your own book. Mm. And that's important because I'm hearing that's what you're doing with your life. Because when you're writing your own book, there's change. Absolutely. And what the thing that annoys me the most about the millennial generation that gets criticized a lot because they've taken upon themselves that they want to be entrepreneurs. How dare, mm. It's almost a how dare you. Right. You haven't worked for anybody. How could you just say you want to be an entrepreneur? Why? 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 Why is there so much? I'm talking about older hate. I would say, you know, with the word haters, it always referred to, to the younger generation. But this older generation is really hating on the millennial generation, which is ages 18 to 34, because technology, I always tell people, technology has changed the game. Mm-hmm. It's allowed you to get so much information immediately. So that means that they're, they're not so much their attention span, but they're available information. I always tell people this personally. I've taken upon myself to leave my cell phone at home now. Because somehow we have a system in our mind that we have to take that cell phone with us. Mm-hmm. If we don't, something bad is going to happen. And so when you said you're making these changes, what was the number one thing that, 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 that occurred in your philosophy that went, now I'm headed in the right direction and dealing with this organization or this group of people or this demo that's 18 to 34? What, 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 what was that game changer for you? Well, my big wake-up moment was when I got hit by a car in October of 2011. So I don't suggest that for anyone. Um, I was literally pedestrian walking across mm-hmm. the street and got mm-hmm. hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Um, but I spent a lot of time sitting on the couch, you know, thinking about... That's how you developed the book, right? I did. I Leader did. That's, farming, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And just started, uh, spent a lot of time just contemplating, thinking about life, what really matters, and, mm-hmm. and what kind of legacy do I want to leave now, what is the process? Let's tell everybody what is the process that to to be a Chick Fil A. Do you own the building? Do you own the land like traditional franchisee owners and operators? It's, How does that work? It's quite a bit different than traditional franchise opportunities where we don't make the initial investment in the land or the building. You know, Chick Fil A owns the property, they own the building, mm-hmm. and we are granted the right to operate the franchise in that in that building and on that land. And so, you know, really, when you think about it, it's not so much an asset because I can't, I can't sell my Chick-fil-A okay. franchise when okay. I get ready to retire. Okay. I can't leave it to my children. Mm-hmm. But it's a cash flow opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so from a money-making conversation. There you go, my brother. Yeah. Right show. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, you got to think about your, your, your money-making opportunities. Is, is it an investment? Is it an asset opportunity? Uh-huh. Or mm-hmm. is it more of a cash flow opportunity? Mm-hmm. And, and Chick-fil-A franchisees, it's very much a cash flow opportunity. With that being said, like a lot of a lot of uh, people who get into the, the other McDonald's, the Burger Kings, yes, you hear them say they own a hundred or they may own two hundred. Can that be accomplished under the uh, under the business model of Chick Fil A? Can you be a part of multiple uh, Chick Fil A? franchises you can um mm-hmm. but not in that number and mm-hmm. so right now i think the most that anyone owns is three mm-hmm. and um and those are out in texas actually mm-hmm. most of those guys mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. um but that is that is how um you know Truett established a model to where he wanted local ownership mm-hmm. you know with mcdonald's franchisees i, uh, I could live in florida and mm-hmm. own 30 mcdonald's and right toledo right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but not in the case of of chick-fil-a he wants uh, we want local ownership so that we're fully invested in the business mm-hmm. and and that's where you know i was previously at macklin crossing in marietta georgia right mm-hmm. which is that about was the original chick-fil-a location that's where right? i started very popular yes sir, mm-hmm. yes, sir. that's mm-hmm. where i started mm-hmm. and i applied for um, the opportunity to open the new rock mart location in, well, you're in at Polk county mm-hmm. correct and mm-hmm. that's my home that's where mm-hmm. i'm from mm-hmm. and so i re i had to relocate mm-hmm. i had to give up my franchise in marietta mm-hmm. because it was too far mm-hmm. from the new franchise. And mm-hmm. so, you know, long term, I want to be a multi-unit operator. That was another reason why I relocated out of the Atlanta market because mm-hmm. Atlanta is very, very saturated. Right. Mm-hmm. But moving outside the Atlanta market, there's mm-hmm. potential opportunity for multi-unit a little bit more. Okay, cool. With that being said, okay, you back to the leader farming, your book. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. You you have employed people. You're in Marietta. That's a certain mm-hmm. core of people, I think, more densely populated. Mm-hmm. Then you're going out to this new location. What was the difference in the type of employees that you were able to bring on board and their motivation? Yeah, I think that I'm in a smaller community. Mm -hmm. I am in a rural community Mm -hmm. versus a Mm -hmm. more urban community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I'm seeing here is that I've got quite a bit more full-time 
folks that right. are, you know, wanting to um, be a part of an organization. They see the the uh, impact that Chick Fil A is making in the community, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, I want to be a part of that." Right, right, and right, right. Uh, and so, but you know, we still have turnover, and mm-hmm. that's what one of the things I talk about in the book is is just to embrace turnover. Right. Because, you know, so many people, we spend so much time fighting turnover, mm-hmm. but if we actually embrace it and we mm-hmm. develop systems and processes mm-hmm. in our business that mm-hmm. fully embrace turnover, mm-hmm. I think we can we can operate our businesses without guilt and manipulation and trying to control people. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole goal. So, uh, you know, like I said earlier, that uh, my, my voice is dominant in the, in the, on the college campuses. It's yes, dominant sir. in the 18 to 34 age group. What would you have to say to to that group that gets, uh, I think, hated on because mm-hmm. they want to be entrepreneurs? They they see an opportunity, like you said earlier, off air about they see the Zuckerbergs, they see these young people uh, who are, are suddenly becoming billionaires, billionaires yeah. and millionaires yeah. overnight. You know, mm-hmm. based on IPOs. What do you say to them? Is 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 the frame of um, hourly employment a way to start? And then Absolutely. elevate yourself. How do you how do you get them to come come to the outside, the yeah. hourly wage side? Right. <laughs> I would encourage them to see whether it's working at Chick Fil A or really any other um, franchise opportunity mm-hmm. to go in and see that as an opportunity to learn business skills, to learn things, work ethic. You know that's that's important, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so to learn work ethic, to mm-hmm. to to establish some grit in mm-hmm. their daily routine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that will set them up for success for their future entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and uh, anything that they want to do on their own in the future. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they can they just stick in there for a little while and uh, and try to try to uh, learn from from a franchisee or from someone that's been in business for themselves uh, for quite some time, they can actually learn a good bit. And so see it as a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my encouragement to them. And, again, and that's good because I think that you, you're learning from a top level, mm-hmm. a small corporation. I, I would look at every franchise as every, every as a standalone because mm-hmm. that experience, that, that, that the sales are tied to that particular location. So I always look at it as little mini businesses. So, yes, so when you go in there, you got a market. Even mm-hmm. though it's nationally marketed, you still got to market. You still got to have that same customer service. You still got to have the ability to win. But more importantly, developing that mindset that you're preaching on a regular basis in uh, leader farming. Mm-hmm. That that's being a, a Chick Fil A franchisee after being hit by a car yes, <laughs> in sir. 2011 made you realize that there was change, and you mm-hmm. had to, you know, you had to meet in the middle. Absolutely. You know, the the ability to say this is where I want it done doesn't always motivate the people that you're trying to hire and more importantly keeping them on board long term mm-hmm. is the goal. So uh any 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 departing statements or any any hype you want to put out for your brand before you leave, Zach? Well I just encourage folks to develop a philosophy of leader what do you want to call it leader farming or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but it's just it's really just pouring into young people mm-hmm. and seeing the fruit of your labor through what they're doing mm-hmm. and just helping them grow and develop and in turn that will actually lead uh, to, to great rewards for yourself as well. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. Brought it back Thank on the you. show. And I, and I like to believe that in the fall you come back on the show again. I would love to. Because I want to, you know, you're a brand guy. You, uh, I, I want people to understand that this show is about creating consistent relationships. And uh, I want to build you. I want to let everybody know that what you do is important for everybody in America to grab hold to. Lead well, a farm. Get it at Amazon. Yes, and uh, we keep winning. We're back with more money-making conversations with Rashawn McDonald. Thanks, we'll sir. be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn's show? Ricky Smiley. You got to get out of your own city and leave in order to grow because a fish don't get bigger as long as it's inside of that fishbowl. Yes, sir. A fish get bigger when you put it in a pond. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the phone the one and only Charlie Wilson. So many people have been really been trying to get me to do a gospel record for right, so many years, right. and I've been promising God that I would that I would <laughs> shout him out and do something. Right. <laughs> I said, you know, and um, burn, so, Rubble. Uh, there goes uh, my baby. Come on, man, put a little Jesus in them song. Come on, brother, Miss. Patty LaBelle. And you know what I'm going to be doing? Concerts and little clubs. With the, thank you. With the, thank with you. The trio. <laughs> so that I can touch you when I'm singing with my hands. Thank you. See, I told you. Be there every Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. Biz 1180. Money-making conversations. 
Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Hi, Rashawn McDonald, back. Money-making conversation continues to grow. Atlanta, we love you. Atlanta, tune in. America, HBCU college campuses, tune in. Howard University, tune in. The world, iHeart Podcast, Apple Podcast, over 250,000 downloads on my podcast. I'm just uh, I'm just overwhelmed by the uh, popularity of what we're doing with Money Making Conversations. Uh, my next guest is on the line. Let's bring him on board. Been a long time. We talked we talk through LinkedIn, but it's great because we go all the way back to Los Angeles back in the day. My next guest company, Sunwise Media, strongly believes that there is a void on television of family-friendly and aspirational programming directed to African-American viewers. The field of void, Sunwise Media, produces and distributes original and acquired content to broadcast on cable and SVOD platforms all over the world. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Ricardo Handy. How you doing, Carlo? Yes, sir. How okay. are you? First of all, welcome to Rashawn McDonald's New World. You met me back in the L.A. days. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you this morning? I'm really good. Let's, before we get started, please tell everybody about, about I kind of like summarized it in the uh, intro, but Sunwise, Sun, Sunwise Media, what is that? And then we're going to talk about your journey to get into Sunwise Media. <laughs> yeah, so Sunwise Media is a you know, production company uh, studio, but we specialize in syndicating content. Mm -hmm. And what that means is we create our own content. We own the content we create Mm -hmm. and we distribute it to stations around the country Mm -hmm. um, for for consumers to to view, Um, basically skipping over the the going to the network process, going straight to the stations. Absolutely. Because you have that, because you've developed, uh, what they say, a resume of respect Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, it was at Bounce Network, so please tell everybody exactly what Bounce Network is and the, and the, and the, the media reach of Bounce. Yeah, so I, I started um, at Bounce um, about, a, about a year after they got Bounce. established Absolutely. Doing, um, doing all the original programming. And, and, you know, over the last five years, that company grew a lot from 22 million homes to, I believe, in, you know, up in the 80-plus million homes mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just gained a lot of attraction and popularity over the years while I was there and, you know, created several shows there like Saints and Sinners and helped produce um, uh, a lot of the sitcoms that Bentley Evans does over there and, um, and brought the Trumpet Awards over there. So we just, you know, were able to do a lot of different things to, to, to create an offering for mainly audiences that watch TV over the air, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. don't have cable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some cable coverage every you know, in some areas, but mostly you know, it was for the viewers that are over the air that didn't have any African-American programming, you know, that they could watch. Well, that's important that you say that, because, you know, that's the first time I heard that, because of the fact that this, because your shows basically, you know, antenna, antenna. You, you don't have to go through a, a cable service because we're all tied to either DirecTV. It feels like it is on cable, but you're saying that it's basically free TV, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, and you know, most free TV is uh you know also available on cable in some absolutely, cases absolutely but 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 the, but you know just like uh you know your radio show for instance if you're driving in your car if you're on a terrestrial station you get it for free right. you know what i mean and so that that's a value to a lot of people you know not everybody has you know a hundred dollars a month to pay for cable so so that's that you know and, and not only and not not only that nowadays People are choosing to stream and do other things, mm-hmm. um, and so the, the the free offering of over the air terrestrial radio and TV is a supplemental to you know whatever they're getting a la carte from Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Okay, now we're gonna fall with the CEO uh, of Sunwise Media. You know, he was former senior vice president of original programming for Bounce TV, and I always feel like you know. I'm always getting educated on my show because of the fact that when you say that, I really didn't realize that was 
the case because, like I said, I'm tied into DirecTV. I'm tied into either Warner Cable or Cox or Infinity. So I've always just felt I was on cable. But you're saying that Bounce TV, that was one of the strong selling points is that, like you said, there's a difference between terrestrial and there's a difference between XM radio service through Sirius. And that's what one of the advantages in which enhanced the growth of the Bounce TV network. Now, because you now have that relationship, does that give you an in to be one of these people you can take programming back to Bounce to, 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 uh, to get on their, their network? Or that's just one of the assets that you have in your toolbox? Well, I mean, over the over the years, you know, I worked with BET, I worked with VH1, you know, I worked with um, a lot of a lot of different stations, and so I build a network of I build a network of folks that I can reach out to over the years mm-hmm. for different circumstances, and that that uh, that's one of my assets. Right. But ultimately, the reason why I created this syndication, um, this this uh, the model that I'm doing now mm-hmm. with the, with the programming, you know, I'm not the first to do it by far, but I feel like. You know, they, it gives me a little bit more leverage not to have to go to too many middlemen to get my uh, my content on television. You know, one of the one of the things I'm doing now is more of a, a business to business strategy where I'm offering value to these stations mm-hmm. for with my content, mm-hmm. and you know, in exchange, you know, we get to share and split into in the um, in the in the revenue of that content. So okay, okay, now you're getting into the business side. You know, Rashawn just scooted <laughs> up on the microphone now, you know. Because this money making conversations now, Carlo. Now let's talk let's talk let, let me just tell everybody about this young man, okay? Because when you when you become a vice president of a of a network like Bounce TV, everybody got a TV idea. Everybody pitching to you. Now you have a successful production company, it's the same thing. How do how does an individual who's listening to the show who probably hear it on podcasts or hear it on Sirius XM or hearing it live right now, how do they pitch shows to your production company and how do they get to your production company? Sunwise Media. Yeah, you can. anybody can go to sunwisemedia.com and, you know, you can click the contact us and send a note about what you're trying to do. We, we, we typically, um, you know, look to have agents or, you know, uh, people that we know contact us to solicit content because um, you know it can be overwhelming you know a lot of people have ideas okay say that, say that one more time. time a lot of people got ideas and they <laughs> yeah, act like you stole people... their idea if they pitch it to yeah. them. let's go and be real yeah, about and, this you know? and not only and not only that though i think that a lot of people have you know here's what happens there's a term in our industry called uh, mop or mop most often pitched, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a, you know, a lot of people have these ideas, these epiphanies in their sleep. They wake up, they're like, oh, this is a great TV idea, but they miss, they miss a step. They don't research if it's been done before or maybe why it doesn't exist already. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different reasons why certain shows don't exist. But, you know, you'd be surprised how often I get pitched a show that's either already on TV or was on TV five years ago. Um, and, um, and, 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 and then, or, you know, is in development right now, you mm-hmm. know, you just got to have the mm-hmm. right sauce. Mm-hmm. So I would say this to most people, if you have an idea, you know, TV selling TV shows is not just about the idea. You have to package it. So, mm-hmm. you know, package it, it means get, you know, assigning a talent to it or a, a producer that's well known or a, um, um, or some kind of unique access, if, especially in reality TV, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of unique access that only you have. Mm-hmm. And that's your show. Mm-hmm. Those elements make up the show, not the idea. Okay. So a guy like Rashawn McDonald, you know, people mm-hmm. always coming to me and I always, because I'm developing shows. Let's do a scenario. And how would I come to your company and say, are you looking for a certain type of TV show? Like you did mention docudramas, docu-series, which are reality shows. What what are you looking for? I hear the word family friendly. I hear original content. What are you looking for? To just to just to stop people just, for just throwing. I, I got the next American Idol. I got the next, because because uh, let's let's be real about it. Because he already says that his success is based on budgets, bringing in shows at a certain cost factor, and also being able to a timeline. It's a it's, a, it's something that you know Byron Allen has mastered. It's something that that. Uh, that uh, Tyler Perry has mastered, and 
and people are using that model consistently. Bounce has mastered it, along with Bentley Evans has mastered that and created some very successful sitcoms on Bounce Network. If you don't know Bentley Evans, he created Martin. He created Jamie Foxx. So we're talking successful people in this business who have who have been at one level financial but realize this model works at this this model works at this level. Tell us how what do we bring to you to get your attention at Sunrise well, Media? Well, I, I like things that aren't necessarily always on, already on TV. You know, I don't want to do a version mm-hmm. of something else. Right. So, so if it hasn't been televised, mm-hmm. if it hasn't been exploited in yes, a sir. way where, where no one, you know, where, where there's an audience for it, but they mm-hmm. haven't been able to see it on TV, mm-hmm. that's, that's, what I wanna, that's what I wanna talk about. Um, in addition to that, you know, one of the one of the things that we've done is, for instance, we partnered with uh, um, another um, entity called Soar Radio mm-hmm. to do the Gospel Radio Awards, and we shot that uh, mm. this past month mm-hmm. in, in in Chicago, mm-hmm. and that'll be coming out in fourth quarter. And but that's a unique thing; it's an event that already was happening, mm-hmm. and you know, we brought our cameras, we brought our know-how to get it produced, mm-hmm. and now that's going to be something that we do annually. You know I'm using my influence to be, help you be successful. And, Ricardo, I'm, I'm, I'm just great. I'm just great that you're, you're, you're succeeding in the field that you want to win in. Uh, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. Get those banners to me so I can help promote that domino tournament. We'll be back with All more right. Money Making Conversations. Thank you again for calling my show. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Rashawn McDonald the host of Money Making Conversation, the ever-growing, very popular Money Making Conversation. I say it's popular because people come in studio now. I used to have to beg people to come in studio. People just show up now. Maybe I said, waiting <laughs> in the lobby. My next guest is the comedian yes, and co-host of TV's One, Sister Circle Live. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. Uh, she's my good friend. She's been at my house, Kiana Dancy. How you yes, doing? eating. What you feed me? Uh, banana pudding. That's right. That's and right. I thought I was going to come in here and there was going to be another one. No, 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 uh, no, no. See, because so see, we we're not that, you know, you, I must not be family if you didn't bring me another pie. You family, but that's what you do with family. See, because family keep expecting things and don't. As they say, uh, reciprocate. Oh, oh. Because I have, a, you know, I have fame. I supposedly have money that comes with that fame. So people just always want me to go in one direction. But they never, if you know, if I give you a turkey leg, I want a turkey leg back. Okay, first of all, you have to take what you, well, first of all, you can't, you can't take what people don't have. I don't have a turkey leg to give you. I can't make a pie because I don't know how to make a pie. But I'm here in your building, in your nice studio here with the man with the good beard and you. So I'm, I'm just here. letting you know. They don't, 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 don't tell people what they can't see. Okay, sir? You know what I'm saying? They can hear me talk. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want the ladies to know that Rushan has surrounded himself with some really handsome men. There you go. Um, there a you nice go. man there with a good beard named go. Adam. I told I can be his Eve, and then it, and this man right here, Avery. Is that your name? No, Adele, Adele. 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 With that good gap in his teeth. Hey, Adele. He's lost sixteen pounds, by the way. Oh, well, you better pull off that weight. <laughs> and you know, I like a man with a good gap in his teeth because I have one too. Michael hey, Strahan, Rashawn, how are you? Know, he's, 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 you know, he's uh, making that famous. He is. The gap is famous out of mm. Texas Southern University, yes. Houston boy. It, now wait. on uh, ABC Good Morning America. And I believe that man's single now. Well, I don't know about oh, all that. Okay, I'm, anyway. I'm not going to get into that because of the fact that <laughs> all I'm doing is trying to do a show called Money Making Conversation. And you as a solopreneur, yes. which a stand-up comedy person is. But let's go back because, okay. see, when I when I, cause I talked about this because my degree is in mathematics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, graduated from University of Houston, worked, went to work for IBM. So I, I enjoyed that corporate experience. Mm-hmm. And I talked to a lot of millennials in my um, oh, through my show, through my media, social mm-hmm. media platforms. And so I always want to let them know there's a journey 
to what you do. Absolutely. But also let them know that just because you're down this path don't mean you have to stay down this Absolutely. path. Absolutely. So tell us about your academics and then your corporate experience. Oh, Lord. So first of all, I went to Georgia Southern University. I went on a scholarship. And I will tell you, when I went to Georgia Southern University, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I did get accepted to Clark Atlanta. My mother, in her mind, she didn't want me to go to Clark Atlanta. If I can be very frank. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of HBCU graduates and attendees out there. But my mother was like, baby, you are a black. Mm-hmm. I need you to go into the world and figure out how to rest of the world right, right. Mm-hmm. so we're not going to send you to the good Clark Atlanta but I love you guys mm-hmm. and then she said if you don't go to Clark Atlanta mm-hmm. although you have a scholarship I would buy you a car so where did I go <laughs> Georgia mm-hmm. Southern University with that car, with that car. brand new spanking car yeah. I put mm-hmm. the first mile on mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I went to Georgia Southern University not really sure what I wanted to do I started with so many different you know majors I was a CIS major thinking I wanted to you know write code what's CIS what's computer CIS? information system okay so throw it out there now okay <laughs> well let me tell you what the people found what I found out real quick then my mind don't work like that you know what I'm saying like I'm not a programmer like I'm not that person that can sit in the dark and write code and half the time I didn't know it look I went to my teacher I was like this is not for me and my right. teacher said your grades say so okay. <laughs> so I switched my degree and then I, you know I went through so many things I just knew that I wanted a business degree so right. to be honest with you I ended up graduating with a marketing degree mm-hmm. and at first I was kind of feeling some kind of way about it because I thought a marketing degree was too soft in skills right. but I've used my marketing degree every day since I've graduated mm-hmm. from college. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated from college, I got a job. And I must say this, everybody just listening. I actually took the LSAT. I took the LSAT and decided that I did not want to go to law school just mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it just wasn't, again, I, I have, not, some of the lawyers going to be out there I'm like, what you mean? I have a big personality. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be into in a, a, a courtroom, nor did I have the desire to go to law school after mm-hmm. I took the LSAT. I was like, this ain't me either. Right, right, so right, what right. I did is I took a job. I went to work for Sony. Mm-hmm. Vio, the computers, mm-hmm. and I was tra- I trained people. I, I was in front of people, you know, upper, lower management, sales reps, all different type of people, even consumers. I trained people on the Vio computers. I was in charge of mm-hmm. launching new product mm-hmm. and in certain in the market, Atlanta mm-hmm. specifically. And then mm-hmm. eventually, I moved to Houston with Samsung. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Samsung Telecommunications was an amazing opportunity for me because mm-hmm. I ran, I managed a team, I managed the no joke shit, no, no joke shit, no joke shit, managed the fourth largest territory in the United States. Yes, Kiana Dancy, <laughs> mm-hmm. those are my receipts. So mm-hmm. when I went to um, Houston, I had no idea again that mm-hmm. I was even funny. Mm-hmm. Now, Rishon, I'll tell you this. People used to tell me all the time, you are so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You should. Yeah. Oh, my God. That happened to me, too. Oh, my Crying. Mm-hmm. One lady actually peed her pants, mm-hmm. you know, because I was telling her. Before you story, were telling jokes. Before I was telling jokes. <laughs> had no idea. That that's you a just, sign that's that you a need sign. to get paid. I was like, wait a minute, girl. You didn't pee your pants <laughs> off this little joke. So what I did, I'm going to tell you, I was working in the Houston market. I was um, and I started doing stand up because I was going through a breakup and anybody that's listening to me I want you to hear me clearly mm-hmm. I use comedy to heal myself whole I mm-hmm. went through it I was in a relationship for 10 years from 19 to 29 mm-hmm. And that man, although I loved him, I loved that man so much I would have married him on a bike. But he couldn't keep a job, so he couldn't feed me. So mama oh, had to go. Okay, cool, cool. So, right. so, so, so money. So from there, mm. I money and love. Money and you love. Chose what? I chose money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, when I, I my first time on stage, mm-hmm. um, I started doing stand up, just like open mic. You know how it goes. You know, I but was you also was doing real estate in Texas too, I, right? Yeah, I got my real estate license mm-hmm. in two thousand. Six, 2006 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. actually I got my real estate license in 2006 so that I could sell myself my own home mm-hmm. um, I was in Houston I was renting and that's not okay with my mother my mother always told me to have your and own and your mom does real estate too my mother too. is a real estate agent also we're partners mm-hmm. so she was like hey baby let me tell you something you can't continue to pay somebody else's mortgage you mm-hmm. need to own your own and pay and pay into yourself mm-hmm. because the best thing for a woman specifically is to have to build wealth mm-hmm. by real estate because they, they're not creating any more land mm-hmm. so once you buy the land even if you got a nice or a raggedy house, you can tear the house down, but that's, that <laughs> land is yours. Because that's what they call regentrification. Come on now. Right. <laughs> so I, I, bought, I, I literally, I studied, the, um, took the real estate test. I, I, I sold myself the house meaning right. and that was my commission mm-hmm. and then from there I you know I started talking to young women like you need to buy a house stop stop own you know renting mm-hmm. own your own mm-hmm. okay and then I started doing stand up I was in the open mics and then you know Monique Monique. Monique was at the Improv, the good Improv. Oscar and winning Monique. Oscar winning Monique was mm-hmm. in the Improv in mm-hmm. Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I was making people laugh in, my, in her line, at her show. Mm-hmm. And she told me, hey, lady, do you tell um, jokes? I said, no, I never have. She said, well, next time I see you, I want you to have told me that you've been on stage. She wrote her number down. And on that day, 
I, I, I started doing stand-up, but I never called her. You're the co-host of TV One Sister, Sister Circle, Circle Live, yes. which has been renewed for a second season. It has. Tell us about that, because it was your biggest um, uh, entertainment uh, moment yes. in your career so far. And there mm-hmm. will be other big ones. Mm-hmm. What were the changes? First, when you were, when you were selected, and what, what have been the changes with popularity? Because, you know, you do lose... A degree of privacy when you become popular. You do, you do. Talk, talk, walk us through that. So, I, I, just to balance life that's portion. A, you know, that's a heavy question. Absolutely. Sean. absolutely okay. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I, I just want to say this: that. I would not be here if it was not for God. And thank you, Jesus, that he saw me worthy. And I will tell you anything that you want, you can absolutely put, you know, you can make some plans, mm-hmm. but if it's not meant for you, God going to change some plans for you. You understand? Mm-hmm. But my my work-life balance has changed in that um, I'm not naturally a morning person. Right. So mm-hmm. for me as a stand-up comedian, honey, I'm going to bed at four. Mm-hmm. I, now I'm waking up at four. Mm-hmm. I have to be up in hair and makeup. I have to be ready. I have to be perky. I have to mm-hmm. be alert. Mm-hmm. And the people want you to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got to make your mouth work. Your eyes got to be open. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if that, at the very least, that's the biggest thing that I've had to change mm-hmm. is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm eating. You have to eat properly because you got to look pretty when you're on TV. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure. And mm-hmm. I, I did you're that. You're pretty. Yes, yeah, she is pretty, honey. <laughs> but, you know, you got to make sure you look good and feel good inside so you can look good outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I also will say that, you know, people do recognize me. I was in the airport last night and then someone, I felt him looking at me and I didn't I, I you know it was so awkward I was just like do you know me he was like I do and I want to ask you for an autograph but I'm shy and I was like well you just said what you want and where the paper at and I'm walking through the airport and I, I will tell you I don't look at myself as a celebrity um, I love when people approach me I have no qualms with that I want you to know that I'm a real person right so mm-hmm. um, people and you've always been like that. I always mm-hmm. have been like even that, when I wasn't talking to you well you was gonna talk to me yeah, I know I said, it was you know I didn't talk time. to her you know and, and I said listen sir <laughs> let me tell you something I know you don't know who I am, but you go listen. My mom already told me I'm somebody. Now you need to get on board. <laughs> so true, so true. But it was a good time. It's a good time, a good place to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right, like you said, this has been one of the biggest accomplishments in my career. But I've done a lot of things. I was Absolutely. the first, Af- well, the first female celebrity ringmaster for for the universe. And I okay, know you so, hate that. Um, no, 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 I, I don't. Um, no, okay, no, 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 don't ever. Don't. I love Universal Soul yes. Circle. In fact, that was going. I had to bring that up because you have to be talented to control those I'm black people. I'm them kids was circle. getting on my nerves they so wasn't no, They weren't calling that for the elephants. No, now. they weren't. <laughs> and I didn't know what to expect for the circus because I was like, a black circus? When they going to have chickens? I'm being real petty. But let me tell you, that circus is amazing. Yes, and yes, if you have yes, never yes. seen it, you better. Yeah. Now, that because that really is a, a, a traveling event. It is. Because you as family, they come in there and you know this is not big dollar. Now it's I not wasn't big on dollar. the road with them. I, ain't, no. I didn't leave home and go oh, on you the road with the circus. No. Oh. I did a guest spot. Don't oh, have these people think that I'm oh, traveling Oh my with goodness, the- girl. <laughs> we need to stop talking to you because I'm about to get involved with that no, on the road. You in that little bitty trailer back there see, with the little bitty dude. You see how you that big Coming up to your hip level with you flirting with you. I was there though. I was there. Okay, cool. You First, there now. Now you're you're a touring stand-up comedian. I am. You have a tour that goes out. Yes. Tell us about it. It's called Single in the City, and many people kept asking me or keep asking me, "Why did you name your tour Single in the City?" First of all, I am a single, independent woman. And you I remind am. people that. A lot, I remind too. people of that. You are know you why? trying to get married? I am eventually. I would love to get married okay. one day, but I'll tell you, I love and I own my singleness, and I think that that is something that a lot of women should do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you should look at being single as a badge of you know dis- distress. You should look at it, like it's, it's an honor mm-hmm. if you ch- I choose and I have chosen to be single I love who I am I take myself on weekly dates single ladies if you're out there listening to my voice I want you to know that it's okay to do you take yourself out on a date take yourself on a very expensive you know date order you know make reservations get you a nice glass of wine get the best meal on the menu because you need to know how to be treated whether you doing that for yourself or someone is going to do that you'll know open ha- you know pull up to the valet put on a nice dress take care of you because and that's I love what you, it. you have if you have standards Huh. And the guy's not meeting your standards, you know how to kick into the curb. Come faster. on now, somebody. If I'm going to do this for myself and you can't do it, boy, bye. Oh, no, that's right. Because that's important because I have six sisters. Okay. okay? So I understand the value. And I have a single daughter. Mm-hmm. So I have a value system that you have to put in place. And a lo- one of the reasons that Steve Harvey's book, Come on Act now. Like a Lady to Think Like a Man, was so popular, sold three million copies, was translated in 30 different 
foreign languages. Mm -hmm. We made two very successful movies that generated almost two hundred million dollars in the box office. I'm gonna say my credit now because you're sitting there with nobody that don't know nothing. Because we told women in that book to value yourself, that you are a queen, that you are the queen. You're the reason men wake up in the morning. We're the reason we dress. We're the reason we buy cars. The reason we even comb our hair. Right. You. We the reason that there is wars. There is. Listen. (laughs) When I tell you, if the women just stop, if you hold the sugars, ladies, I promise you, things will change. Yes, I'm I'm down to the. Look, I'm down to the money. So we try to cut the mic, ladies. <laughs> ladies, listen. If we just hold back the sugar, I promise you there will be peace. You know what I'm saying? The gas prices will go down. You know, he might even grow hair on his head. If we just... No, no. <laughs> if God took it away, it go, it's gone, baby. I'm but just I'm telling you. you, I just really want people, the women, to specifically embrace the fact that they're single. You don't have to feel less than. You don't have to feel like that. You know, you're not worthy. At the end of the day, when you're meant to be in a relationship or when you're ready, you will be. Because that's important because of the fact that when you're on the road, I, I, I've been a stand-up comic, touring stand-up comic since uh, 86, mm-hmm. okay? Before uh, my time, but... Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, and proud of it. Done Deaf Comedy Jam. I've done enough stand-up Come on, comedy to know yes. that uh, women, are, women, especially African-American women, are yes. far and few. That's why you look at what just happened to Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Is, uh, I'm, I applaud her. Yes. You know, she's exploded, and I wish her all well, the opportunity to come her way. But again... She's one. Yes, and there's and there should be room. There should be more, and there's absolutely room for more than one. And at I'm a not time. gonna forget Monique. Okay, you know, Monique, Monique will hear about this interview. Be yeah. on me cutting. Some, you know what I'm Monique, some more <laughs> mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish. You mm-hmm. know, Wanda Sykes. There's so many talented. He's now writing Af- on Roseanne. Yeah, African. So so many talented African American women. So there's room for us all. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I really remind people that. So the point, the question was, why did I name the tour single in the city? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just when I get there, I was single in the city in Birmingham. I was single in the city in, mm-hmm. uh, in Memphis. But if I meet a guy and he want to take me out, well, you know, first of all, Match.com, let me tell you something. Go ahead and call the girl and, you know, hook me up with an account because I'm telling you, <laughs> Match.com, Tinder, Bumble, whoever. Black people meet. Black people meet. Come uh, on now. With, with farmers. Okay, well, listen now, I will take a farmer. I will take a farmer because, you know, Adam looks like a good farmer. But let me tell you what you got to have on that farm. It got to have more than a goat and a cow. I, won't, so I, need, I need bull. I need all the things that makes money you know what so, i'm saying so with that being said you you're very popular on the road that's what the people for, say they, 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 they yeah. buy tickets to yeah see. they buy I would tickets say once they make a commitment to buy tickets you host a uh comedy night in atlanta yes i do i host atlanta comedy theater every friday mm-hmm. here in north cross when i'm in town which is you know thank god it's been half and half mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day mama's working okay let me ask you can i work with you you could or what i got to do to get into miss dancy's life Wait, you know, how you trying to get into my no, life? No, I'm just, I, just, I just see such popularity. I see money over here. Oh, I see, see I see money, money making conversations over here. Well, first of I all, just feel that you know, you know, you know what I do. I take I, I, I formulate, I create, <laughs> I build beasts. You do, and you know what? I'm a beast, but I, I ain't gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I'm already a beast, but what I do need you to do is take it up 10 notches. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. But I'm gonna say this. Now, when you say, can I get in your life? Now, that sounded different. I know you got a good wife at home, and I don't do good as a side chick. You understand what I'm saying? So I had to kind of step back, like, what you asking me, Fabrizio? Because she listened to the show, and her mom's in town, she listened to the show. So this is all about business. I'm gonna right. just tell you, because I look at you, and I wanted to bring you on the show because sometimes people see such a small mm-hmm. picture. And I want you to come back. Yes. Because and because I just want people to just build ammunition yes. on you. Just start putting it in that place that you are something special. Thank and you. girl, this 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 went by so fast. Yes, it did. And we're gonna talk a lot after the show. And I just want everybody to know that you come on my show, watch uh Sister Circle Live. And you ain't telling Monday people how to follow me. I'm not, that's another show. Oh, we that's gotta another come show. back. We coming back to We're gonna come we back. Done? No, we're done right now. Well we tell the now. people to follow follow Kiana Dancy on Sister oh, Circle Live and Kiana Dancy okay. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Okay. And I got to say I love you, Mrs. McDonald. We ain't trying to start no troubles. <laughs> we ain't. We'll be back with more money-making conversations. She the best. Bye-bye. Yes, bye. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and money-making conversations. Don't touch that dial. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S. H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. 
tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Another great show, Monday Making Conversation. That's what we do. Entertainment, entrepreneurship. We deliver the message, the unwritten rule that you can be a celebrity and talk about other things other than what you do or what you're known for. Let me just tell you about my next guest. He's on the phone right now. My next guest is an NFL fan favorite. He entered entered the NFL as the first overall pick in 2001 with the Atlanta Falcons. In just five years with the Falcons, Vic reached three Pro Bowls, 2000, 2002, 2004, 2005, and led the team to two playoff appearances, including the NFC Championship in 2004. I remember that game. I remember that game. During his final season in Atlanta, he put on one of the best performances, breaking the single-season rushing record for a quarterback and becoming the first quarterback in NFL history to rush for 1,000 yards in the season. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the incredible Michael Vick. Oh, nice intro. Thank you. Hey, Mike, oh, oh, Mike well, come on, Mike. That was Mike. I laid you out, man. I laid you out. Come on. <laughs> Mike, come on, good, Mike. Man. I laid you out, baby. <laughs> I'm working hard out here. Working hard out here. Come on, man. Mike said, nice intro, nice intro. Man, I'm sitting at home putting all these words together, man, to make sure I put my boy where he's supposed to be. A legend. Hey, thank you. No, Thank man. You did it. You did it. I'm going to tell you something, man. Mike, you, you are, I'm a fan of you not only as a, an athlete, but a business person, a, a, a game changer. Now, when you got an opportunity here to be an analyst, Fox Sports, NFL kickoff show on Fox, okay, here you are. You, 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 you're an extremely talented athlete, but everybody – is not extremely talented. In other words, you have natural God gifts. And there's a lot of players who have to work hard to achieve the same opportunities that you get. What yeah. do you, in preparation for, you know, you don't want to be critical of players because you have to meet mm-hmm. these players. How do, you, how do you approach prepping for those shows? Well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of tricky. Um, because, <laughs> it, you know, I, I think, you know, to my advantage, I played the game, so I know players' feelings and emotions after a win or a loss. Yes, sir. And just I'm just saying that just to keep it simple. Yeah. So when I when I go on TV and and I'm able to talk about it, I'm such a fan of the game. I know how to bring it out in a positive and negative way, but in a way where where it's you know constructive criticism. Yes, sir. You know, and and I'm trying to help you see that, listen, if there's a problem it needs to be fixed. Um, mm-hmm. If this problem don't be fixed, it'll become bigger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of lead it up lead up to a week by week based on, you know, every player's storyline. Every player in the NFL has a storyline. Right. You know, right. If, if you're playing, you know, mm-hmm. guys, you know, playing the offensive line, they're not as visible. So, you know, if one guy's giving up 10 sacks a game, then, yeah, he'll be a storyline. But, <laughs> you know, guys like Odell Beckham, we watch his every move. Yes. You know, Drew yes. Brees, we watch his every move. Yes. Matt Ryan, we, you know, the the premier players in the game, you know, give us something to talk about week in and week out based on performance. And I know what it should look like, so it helps me when I get on set. Now, what it also helps is the fact that you still maintain this high-profile television appearance, yeah. and then you're launching yeah. uh, a clothing brand called V7. Tell us about that high-performance yeah. active wear. Yeah, well, well, V7 was launched, you know, it was in V7, you know, from 2003 to 2007, mm-hmm. you know, you know uh, per my deal with Nike. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, know, it, you know, Nike has been gracious to me, you know, throughout, throughout the course of my career, man. I've been so loyal and you know, we've had, you know, such good times. You know, they they gave me permission to, to kind of redo it again on my own, you know, mm. and just, you know, go out, you know, still represent Nike, still. I never leave the Nike brand. I'm Nike branded for life. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I, 
you know, cherish that relationship to, you know, to the day I die. So, you know, I still do work with Nike. I'm still there for them. I still, and they allow me to have V7. And, you know, V7 is just, um, you know, it's nothing, you know, crazy about it. It's like any other clothing line. It's just trying to grow with the trends. And, you know, um, we're excited because, you know, at some point we, you know, we we're pushed to get into big retail stores and we feel like we're ready. I don't want to rush it. Right. But I just got, you know, my clothes approved to be in the bookstores at, at Virginia Tech, you know, in three different um, locations mm-hmm. and um, online. And, and as long as we continue to produce good product and we get the fan support, then Virginia, Virginia Tech and Michael Vick V7 will always be able to, you know, say that we were the first to ever do it and be able to co-brand and exist exist on campus where we made where I made history. And uh, it's great to have your clothing line in a place where, you know, kids for generations to come, you know, can always feel like they're part of the V7 tradition and the things that happened at Virginia Tech. So along with that and, you know, me and my crew rocking and making it look good, man. It's just it's fun to have your own clothes. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, Mike, you got to stay in shape now, Mike. Got to stay in shape. Can't, can't rock your clothes with a little pot belly. You know that now. Come on, though. Yeah, gotta, yeah, absolutely. Got to keep that slim now. But you looking good yeah, now. Yeah, man, yeah. I, yeah, I'm feeling good right now. I mean, I'm running <laughs> 15 pounds on muscle. There you go. Now, if you want to look at this clothing line, go to www.v7clothing.com. That's www.v7clothing.com. Now, Michael, offensive coordinator for the new Professional Spring Football League Alliance of American Football Atlanta team. Tell us about yeah. that head coach, his former Super Bowl uh, coach, correct, Brad Childress? Brad, yeah, Brad Childress, the head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I'm excited, man. This is this is a great opportunity to mm-hmm. you know um, connect with the you know a league that's you know on the rise and look is looking to you know be around for a long time and, and help you know give players a, you know another opportunity to continue their careers and further their careers and get good teaching and coaching and maybe go on and and, and do greater things. You well, know, so that's what that's what it's set up for. So. Um, well, we you know, know we need to we, we need to go ahead. I'm gonna I'm be mark. I'm gonna I'm take on a little subtle uh, V7 marketing. Let's get this V7 tied to this league here, okay? I, well, I, I think those are conversations that can could be had. There I we go, Mike. There you go. These yeah, money making conversations, here, Mike. This money making conversations, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. It's money making conversations. What, what, what I what I what I will mention is we having the money making conversations for them to you know bring my cleat back and let my cleat be the the you know flagship. There you, the you go. There you go, my know, brother. And and V seven. Look, we can, but it'll only be the Atlanta Alliance team. Absolutely, one absolutely. Team can only get it on. Absolutely, every, every team. You know, it's what makes us special and set mm-hmm. us apart. So. You know, those are conversations that probably we had at some point, you know, as the relationship continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're working with a great group of people from Charlie Episode to, um, you know, J.K. McKay, um, so we're down to Brad Children. So, I mean, the league is going to be very successful. We're going to make sure that it's successful. And uh, it's just good for us. It's more football for people to watch. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. First of all, it's not competing with the NFL. Okay. No, it's not. Nice that, that's why I love. It. That's why I love it because see, yeah. that, well, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in withdrawal. No one can compete with the NFL. Oh, let's go get that true yeah. now. But yeah. I'm just saying no that, that all they all I'm being hit with is for draft picks, the combine, leading up to the draft. If I can get some yeah. some good football that I can watch and go go attend games, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially if it's in your city, why not support? Um, you know, like I say, when you got, you know, some of the best of the best who's been around the game. Yes, sir. You know, Brad Childers, myself, you know, and other, you know. This is in Atlanta, y'all. We're talking about Atlanta. Yeah, He's going to be know, here in Atlanta. I mean, even, Michael Vick is coming back, yeah, but he on yeah, the sideline. Atlanta. Yeah, I came home. But, and I'm glad that they gave me an opportunity to come home, but they will have a team in Orlando coached by Steve Spurrier, so. <laughs> You already know that's going to be competitive. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's going to be good football. I mean, it might, you know, these might be some shootouts, offensive shootouts, but, you know, yeah, the defense are going to be there too. Well, here's the deal, man. I'm on the phone. Well, I'm talking to Michael Vick. This man is multiple streams oh, of income, Michael Vick, okay? Fox sports analyst, 
He, the, 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 the Vic Foundation is being reinvigorated, but he, he never stopped giving back to the community. Clothing brand, V7, is at Virginia Tech. We already had a money-making conversation. They're going to be on the Atlanta team here. He's an offensive coordinator for the football team that will not be competing against the NFL. It will be starting right after February 9th of next year after the Super Bowl. This man's special. Hey, Michael Vick, man, I, I'm glad I got, I'm glad we finally got to talk, man. You special, dude. Hey, man, I'm glad you gave me some time, man. Hey, gotta get, I gotta tell you a story, brother, because you're a superstar on and off the field, okay? Thank you, thank you. On and off the field. Keep winning, my brother. Money-making conversation. Got a superstar on the phone. Everybody, we say bye. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.